On the bench, it's been a while. Uh, back on my debuts, ready. I'm joined by Ud, Coach Mluleke Ntsapo. Um, he's a um, SABC commentator and is also on FM on Ulanuga, the BE, the Breakfast Xeni. So today we were talking about the, the British and Irish Lions series tour of South Africa. Um, Tamlu, how are you doing? Cox, um, I'm good. I'm good, I can say, but it's very cold. Mm. Very, very cold, but yeah, we are keeping warm. What can we do, man? Uh, how are you doing? Are you good? No, all is well. Just a bit cold in Cape Town as well. Um, obviously, we year all year for the for the Lions series, but it is very cold in Cape Town. But I've seen there's there's been um um some some uh, bad weather, very bad weather, itchy as they call it. Yeah, it, I, th- I think and the surroundings. To be to be fair, um, if you go. Uh, towards uh, uh, Queenstown as well, there's um, a, a bit of snow. Um, it's it, it's that cold. It's 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 probably the coldest we've uh, experienced in a in a while. Uh, so, but we are surviving, and hopefully, um, the farmers. You're thinking about uh, people in the streets, the homeless, and you're thinking about uh, people that are living in um, in in the shacks and in Ovanoko, Bangabagan, Basayifuangoko, especially we were there also. Of course, of course. Uh, Damlu, obviously we, we're speaking about the Lions series. Let me get straight to it. Um, obviously, we know the SAA played against the Lions. Um, areas of, uh, what, what have you identified as, as the areas, the positive areas and negative areas that you've identified in the SAA game versus the Lions last week, Saturday? Oh, well, it's, it's very difficult at the moment um, to, to really uh, understand, firstly, uh, what Warren Gatland was looking for in, in that warm-up, in warm-up game against uh, uh, SAA. Um, mind you, uh, Gogs, he's played a couple of games um, against uh, Sharks. Yes. He played against the Lions before that. Um, so he probably knew what he wanted in terms of the combinations. So it wouldn't be... I wouldn't say that that was a game he was really looking forward to. Um, meanwhile, conversely, on the other side, South Africa were looking for a game like that to be able to identify a few points and um, maybe give uh, well, some guys uh, some of the 
um, some game time, and especially under in, in an ideal pressure situation. So if I look at that and, and I, I look at two camps, I obviously would say that South Africa gained more in that game than uh, the British and Irish. And there's nothing to take in terms of the score, let's be honest. Mm. Um, whether the British and Irish Lions won in that game or, 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 or lost, it, 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 to me, it didn't matter. Of course it does in terms of the bragging rights and for a touring side. I mean, we know that the British and Irish, they, they pride themselves when they tour and they don't come often. Uh, so when they do, yes. they make it count. But I, but I will tell you, with three test matches that we, that we are about to witness, you would definitely say that it, it meant nothing to them. Mm, of course. Um, Damlu, um, six changes from that SAA game versus the Lions for the Springboks. Uh, your initial um, reaction from the selections? I'm quite surprised to see Kwaka Smith. I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited to see him there. Um, but I, I didn't think that the Springboks were going to have Kwaka Smith. Um, you had uh, Jasper Visser. Um, you have uh, Reynard Elstad. Mm. Um, you also have uh, an option of CM Tanda Kolisi who can play in that position as well. Um, so the thinking would probably to go with someone who's, uh, who really likes uh, to, to, to play. He's got speed, uh, expresses himself. I mean, he comes from a servants background with Cocker Smith, um, he, even in the South African camp for a, a long while. But I can um, probably think that uh, they would have um, uh, sort of prepared him for, for this kind of, uh, of a game. That's one surprise for me. Um, I'm not particularly fast when it comes to uh, the front rowers because there's not a lot that I can tell you about it, but I'm, I am surprised uh, to see Oxen Chair um, with, um, with Trevor Nyakane and Bonambi. I expected him to be in the starting um, 15. So no Kitsov, no uh, Franz Malerbe, who I would have expected to be those up front. I'm, I'm, not, dogs, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to, to say anything negative or bad about it, but I... In terms of height, South Africa do lack uh, um, when it comes to scrum there, which I think it might be an advantage when you look at um, Ken Owens and um, uh, Wynne Jones and uh, Cowan Dickey. Mm-hmm. So those, those are, are going to be the two, uh, sorry, the, the first and foremost, the most uh, uh, well-watched um, uh, piece in terms of a set pieces. Will, will South Africa be able to overcome that uh, height issue? Yes, they don't, they don't have a problem when it comes to experience and having played at that level. Um, so, yes, those are my surprises in the team. But otherwise, when I look at it throughout, I'm not really uh, surprised. Okay, Len, now let's stick to the forwards because I, I think I've got Baton Porser joining me later on. I think we're going to be speaking with him uh, regarding the background. Let's stick to with the forwards. Now, I was going to ask about what about the Dan Dupree? Yes, uh, um, Jock Minaba and Rassi did mention that they wanted guys to have a game time under the belts. I mean, Marcus Oluma Pimpi, no, Hunter Pollard haven't had game time under, under the belt. So maybe it was for him to maybe see him play. What about the likes of Dan, Dan Dupree at eighth man uh, for, for the swimming? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I think when it comes to that, um, there's a thing called muscle memory. Uh, Obviously, we're not done playing, um, having games under your belt. As you said, that uh, some of the guys haven't had a lot of uh, game time. But they've done the Springboks on numerous uh, occasions, so they probably would know um, at that level. It will be just a, a memory switch when it comes to that. 
Um, so they probably would be relying on that uh, other than having Dan Dupree, who has played for the Springboks, yes. Yeah. But has he played in that position before? So that will be the question. 100%. Now, let's stick with the, with the eighth man. What do you think um, gave Kwaka the edge over the other eighth, eighth man? That's plenty of... Um, if you look in, the, in that um, forward pack, you're looking at the brute, you're looking at the strength that they're going to be providing. But you also want the ball players. You, you want someone at the back who's... Um, uh, to me, it gives me an impression that had they have someone like Noche who... Mm. If, if he didn't have an injury, that yeah. probably would have gone for someone like that yeah. at our course like that. And someone that can, that can you, you know, that, that's um, a good passer, he's uh, got an eye, he's not going to use much of a brute as well and adds a lot of pace. Um, they, I think that's, that's a skill. It's a skill set that they, that they probably looked at and probably thought that there's a lot of sameness um, in the Lustrio. Um, why not having someone like that, like Kocha Smith? Um, and, and to me, it's a good pick. It's, it's someone whom I didn't expect when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Springbok's holistic approach is about uh, having those strong set phases. And um, also, it's just to try and hit you up front at the start of, uh, of the game until you relent and then they can start playing in your, in your territory. And a lot of kicking, of course, we do know that that's what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. Bruce and Iris Lance will expect that. Um, so you sort of, in your mind, before they mentioned the team, before they named the side, you knew that they were going to go with power. But that, to me, is a surprise, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So, and I'm looking forward to see him. I'm looking forward to see him. And uh, make no mistake that uh, Dwayne from Ireland would have played. And it's a different player to Quacha uh, Smith. Dan Dupree will probably be um, in the mold of Dwayne uh, from Yellen, if, if we're being honest. So they chose that kind of uh, a slight difference in terms of it's, it, it's not discernible. You, you can see it. I mean, you, you know what, what uh, Guaja possesses yes. and you know what Dan Dupree uh, possesses and, and also is Dwayne uh, from Yellen. So it's a good pick for me, but I'm looking forward for it. If it clicks, if we're we in for a good game. We'll speak, we'll touch base on, on the, the, the matchups later on the show. Now, let's move on to the front row. You, you mentioned the, the, the height, the height problem. Do you think it was a good match of having the guys who are shorter um, pairing in the front row starting than the guys on the bench, obviously over 1.8? I mean, I did mention this to Jock Nunaba and Pongi Bonambe, and they didn't really take too much into it about the height. And I mean, think about it. All the, all the guys are starting are, are under 1.8 meters. Do you think that might help them? Um, for this week end against the Lions. Oh, but um, I mean, you watch rugby, Kongs. You you watch our local rugby. You you watch at the start of um, uh, before COVID Super Rugby uh, when uh, we were still travelling. Mm. Um, you look at the Sharks. You look at the Sharks and how they uh, they they play up front. Oxen Chair was um, I mean magnificent um, from Cheetahs joining the Sharks. Uh, and and even now, um, whether he has some struggles or not in terms of the balance or not, I'm not an expert in in, the, in that area, but mm-hmm. I can tell for sure that there is a difference. There is a, a slight advantage as well if you use it to your best of your ability mm-hmm. when it comes to height. But also, um, the height can be a bit of a problem if uh, guys which are shorter are able to play into their strength when it comes to it. Of course. Um, an issue of uh, how low to, to gravity in terms of the balance 
um, if you can have, uh, you can be able to keep that up for a very long time. There'll be there'll be some game gamesmanship, of course, within the game, um, which we will not be able to see. We'll not be able to point it out. The referee might see something wrong, but that was probably initiated by someone who isn't on the wrong in terms of the referee's um, interpretation of the rules. So those things are things that uh, I think um, um, position artist lines will be discussing. That listen, we've got we do have this advantage. We think we can use this how. But as I said, that the pedigree of these uh, three guys, of these forwards, um, in domestic scenes, uh, from what we've seen, even in the Springbok setup, um, is that they can match up uh, up against the best. But that's just the only uh, weakness that we can see. Perhaps we can't prove it if it is a real weakness when it comes to height. But we'll have to wait and see. Now, speak on matchups again. Um, Oxen J, I think he's only got, got like two caps under his belt. Um, he'll be going up against a Tyke Furlong, who's a world-class tighted prop. He's, he's played he's one of the though. best uh, tighted props in, in the world currently. Um, we know that Ox is very good in, in the loose, very dynamic prop, and he's very he does very well um, under when the game is more open. And we know that the first or the first twenty minutes is going to be more tight, tight, or very, very tough. Do you think they might have made an made an error there, or maybe perhaps they should have let him let him play the last twenty minutes? And the game is much more loose. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I would. I, I would think that um, we've watched enough uh, of the Springboks in uh, November 2019, and then October, of course, at the World Cup, where um, they would um, give uh, whoever that, that plays, and especially in the four packs, and they would say, "Okay, empty your tank. Go on. Yeah. Whether it's uh, your tank has 35 minutes of, of giving it all. Um, when you're done, you're done." Mm. We've got guys that are that are sitting on the bench that can bomb finish squad. your job and can do it, you know. Hey, so so the bomb squad, the bomb squad, which is by the way, it's, it's um, the six three split uh, once again. Um, um, no, six two split. Five, um, five five three. Five five. Sorry, five three split. And once again, it shows the dominance of uh, being forward orientated. Anyway, for from the South African team, so you've got enough in the tank. Go and, and, and give it all. Or it could be that uh, the, the guys which are sitting there, uh, your kids of Malarbe, mm. will be sitting and taking notes and saying that if we are coming here, this is what we lack. This is what in this test match, which has started now, the um, British and Irish fought pack or front three are used at in terms of the height, as we were saying, that there could be a bit of a height. They're starting low. And now they get guys who are matching them in terms of their height. Mm. I do not know, but I just think that it could be something um, that is part of, of the plan as well. To start with this, uh, we're slightly inexperienced if you include in chair, because Trevor Nyakane has played quite a, um, a great deal of test matches for South Africa, mm. albeit being coming on as a, as a substitute. So, so no, no, there's, there's a plan in it, but I, I think if we're... If, uh, if the Lions are using that to their advantage, um, it could be a very difficult uh, or long day for South Africa if they do get their ascendancy any doors. Mm. So they also need to look out for it. 100%. Uh, now we speak, we speak about the bomb squad. Uh, we know this, we, there's not going to be 6-2 split uh, this week. It's going to be 5-3. Um, Rassi and Jock did mention, um, and Upurastik did mention that the reason why they're going this route is that because Makuzulma Pimpi, Hundred Pollard and a few others as well. They didn't have uh, much game time under the belts, so obviously they wouldn't want them to go the full distance. Hence, why we have an in- additional flyer from the bench. 
Um, do you do you think it's a, a it's an advantage having the likes of Renat Alstad on the bench who can cover loose forward and it can cover lock as well? Uh, Reinhard Alstad playing in, in Europe as well, so he would have been familiar with uh, most of the guys um, on the other side of the team as well. Very hard, had his nails. I mean, I mean we've known him from uh, the days of uh, Western Province and and having grown up in South Africa, understanding the uh, the conditions. And that knowledge is going to come in handy too uh, when he comes here. But uh, I think it, it, it was genius of him. Um, and also, I must say again, I didn't expect Reinhard Elstad to, to be among those. But if you look at it, the core of the Springbok team um, is probably the one that took part in the World Cup. Most of the guys have played there. Yeah, I do. I do, I do expect him to, uh, to really provide some impetus um, Elstad when he comes on the bench uh, or from the bench as well. Now, let's look at the Lions' uh, selection. Uh, obviously, Warren Gatland uh, brought, in, brought back out, um, the likes of Alwyn Jones. Are you surprised that he's starting this weekend and captain the side? Miraculous. Miraculous uh, recovery. He spoke about it after the uh, Japan's game. You remember that, when he was saying, um, if he's okay to play, then he will definitely rejoin them. Mm. And I thought, oh, no, it didn't look, it, it really didn't look good. When he held that uh, that arm, I thought I thought that was game over. Yeah, went off, and when there were murmurs straight after that, I think it might have been a week after that that uh, he could be rejoining the the, the Lions team. I I I thought okay, it, it, it the reason why you look at the at the at the Lions team they lack leadership. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do in terms of experience in the back line, but the people in the back line. Are probably not in Warren Gatlin's plans. Those experienced guys that uh, would have played in New Zealand before that four years ago. So the the recovery of uh, Alwyn um, Alwyn Jones probably would have um, pressed um, a lot in terms of the uh, of the Lions team because the plan would have been evolving around him as a mm. as, as a man that leads from the front, mm. wise, experienced, good communicator as well. And in the second role, to I mean, he's a massive addition now that he's he's back in the side. So yes, I, I I won't say I was surprised that he's starting. Of course, he's the captain. He's hundred percent fit, so he must start. Um, what the, the 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 where I'm probably surprised was the recovery, in my opinion, that he's uh, recovered. Um, the turnaround was just uh, surprising, in my opinion. Um, when, when when you look at that, but I but I I got to be honest with you. If we're still talking about the the forward pack, to see Courtney Lewis playing <laughs> at flank, and you you got quite plenty in store. Mm. He's a lock by trade. Yes. You, do you understand? And it, it tells you that they want to match the Springboks up front when it comes yeah. to that. They want that bit of brute as well, which um, it, it's you know that's something that I'm looking forward to. And I said now. Alan Jones, right? Obviously, he just came back from a from a shoulder injury. He'll be going up against one of the phys- most physical as human specimen ever, Ivan Etzebeth. And Franco Mostert as was obviously not uh, not the person should be, should be taken lightly. Do you think he'll be physically ready to 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 fund up against the box? Yeah, the jury's out there when it comes to that. I mean, um, you still need a, a lot of games. Um, hesitation. Whoopi, he came off the bench in the last game against the Stormers. I didn't do much. Um, so 
whether that is the the case or not, because it can play in the mind of a, a player as well. You, you know, you don't want to go hard. You want to see if uh, if it's going to hold up for a good few minutes. And and then as you get into the game, get into the groove, and probably that's where we're going to see him as time goes. But as you said, that the matchups, which aren't really necessarily um, what it's about when it comes to this, uh, when it comes to that, I don't think um, in terms of the second rower, uh, that's that's what you meet. You don't meet your uh, your opposite number, um, but but with the South Africans, physicality at the start will test him and and his fitness as well. So. And um, it might be a worry for Warren Gatlin going forward, whether they, they will have their captain uh, playing. I, I, I'm not too sure if um, he's going to play 80 minutes. My, my, my bet is uh, in the second half, Ellie, uh, you'll probably uh, take him off to see if he can go for uh, a good measure. Now, let's stick on the, on the, on the lobs for the, for the Lions. I mean, we've seen uh, Ian Henderson has been having a great uh, season and obviously been performing well for the Lions. Are you surprised by his omission in the in the twenty three? I'm surprised, in the, uh, but I also think that um, when it comes to uh, the method and what Warren Gatlin probably wanted, as I said, to even prefer someone who is not a lock by trade and put him in a starting. Uh, sorry, I beg your pardon. Who is not? Who is a lock by trade and put him in 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 at, at flank? It tells me that there is something that is he's planning. Mm. He's probably have communicated. He has communicated uh, with that with the Irish lock um, Ian Anderson. Mm. But I, I, I was surprised. I expected Ian Anderson to to, to feature quite a lot. Mm. Um, he kept in one of the games, if I'm not mistaken, one of the warm up games. Yes. Um, at the time, uh, I I thought that he probably would have uh, locked the the starting place. But then the arrival of uh, of of Wynn Jones would probably had uh, him in, in second thoughts. As you said, he had a fantastic season up north. 100%. Now, let's look at, at the guys and other guys who missed out as well. Faletau, um, give us your opinion on, on Faletau's um, um, few games in South Africa so far. And do you think, do you think that Conan, Conan, um, Jack Conan deserves that start at eight? Do, do we know a lot about uh, Jack Cronin, uh, Conan? I, I don't think so. Is there South Africans uh, maybe... And there'll be a lot of uh, research being done uh, as uh, to what they were probably expecting um, in terms of uh, Faletau. We, we know what he can do. We've seen him playing for Wales. He's played. He's played uh, for British and Irish Lions before that. Uh, so that's that's what you when you're looking at that uh, makeup of the British and Irish Lions, you probably have his name there in the starting uh, 15. So there are a lot of games within games that are being played here. Um, they, like I said, once again, there, there probably would have been a clear message as to you're going to play this game. This is what we're looking for. And that's why we don't have you in the starting. So he said it. I mean, when you guys asked him, he said it probably the, the decision that he had to make, uh, which we're going to go and talk about uh, as time goes as well, was to leave out uh, people like Don Ferrell, um, Felitao, I think, and... Uh, to, 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 to have the makeup of the team that he's had and also a scrum off, which uh, no one expected to, Murray, yes. uh, to, to see um, to see Conor Murray sitting out. And I mean, that's a, that's a huge surprise for me. And what about uh, the last one, the Curry and uh, Curry over Hamish Watson? Is that a good call? 
Interesting because um, I was having a chat uh, with a friend of mine uh, got the same composition and that was before the team was picked and we I saw a lot of feature when it, when it, when it came to that that um, uh, Hamish was penciled as a, as a replacement and, and you saw a lot of top guys um, starting in, in the games that I deem as, as where British and Irish were trying to get something as important in, in the warm-up, warm-ups. So that, to me, when I was exchanging with a friend, I thought that Tom Curry, because of what he has done at the back of the World Cup, uh, playing for England, of, of, of course, the Kamikaze kids, you still remember he, him and uh, Underhill. Um, good partnership, by the way, young and, and inexperienced. But now maybe the time is right for him to, to, to stake a claim. Probably this test match would be his, his, his making where, where in Captain we said, okay, all right, the thing that um, you should be in this. But uh, he'll feel undone, isn't it, uh, um, Hamish, if he, that, that he missed out. That's what's in that he probably would have uh, nailed the place starting in uh, 15. Now let's look at the interesting matchups for this weekend's game, the front rows. Uh, we saw that the Lions were not uh, really going for the scrum option when they got the penalties. I mean, inside the, inside the, 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 the swim box or SAA's um, um, 22, they were just going for quick taps. Is that a worrying concern? A worrying concern? I mean, I mean what, are your, what, are, what are your thoughts on the, on the, on the front row matchups? To me, it, it felt like, as you said, and you keep referring to that game because we both, we both know that uh, Rossi picked uh, probably near strength Test teams uh, in that game. Um, maybe they they didn't want to show their cards. Uh, the the British and Irish didn't want to go as physical uh, as you said. They they kept uh, kept making those taps. Um, didn't kick for line uh, to try and, and 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 get the drive going and match up the physicality of the Springboks at the time. So to me. It's, it's something that's in store that I think you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of things that you didn't see in games leading up to this test match uh, straight away. There's no doubt in my opinion that they want to match the South Africans with physicality. Um, as you said, that the front rows uh, didn't look as if they were, up, they were up for it in in, in, in a SAA game. This is going to be a different story come 6 o'clock uh, on Saturday. Do you, think, do you think the Lions might surprise us in a few uh, areas in the game? I know the well-polished uh, backline, in my opinion. Um, I know this, they rely a lot on, on Dan Bigger to provide in terms of uh, the direction that is kicking. Um, when it comes to test matches, different story, different switch. Up front, there will be a surprise, that's for sure. Um, and I think they will uh, confront, as much as South Africa are known, but they're very confrontational up front. They will confront South Africa. And you can't... You, uh, you can't relent. So if South Africa is starting to hit uh, where, um, uh, the Lions hard up front, you can't back down. It's a sign that the South Africans have opened that door and they will keep doing that. They will keep knocking. And we know those drives. And they will keep kicking. If, if you get penalized, they put pressure on you. They've got guys who are quick on the ground as well. I mean, Quaker Smith, we've mentioned him as much as he's uh, easy on the eye when it comes to um, his hands but he's also quick on the ground. Um, so 
you're going to get a lot of those. You're going to get a lot of those uh, contests when it comes to uh, point of breakdowns. But if you are giving in, um, and I think in my opinion, you're in for a long, long test match and it won't be difficult. It won't be easy to recover and especially um, going to the second test match uh, as well. So they got to be up for it. They have to be up for it, uh, the, the Lions, if they really want to um, match the Springboks. That physicality needs to be up there um, from the time from there from the get go. Then uh, Perry, you... are we going to talk about him? I was going to say that, but I'm 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 a bit worried when it comes to the Northern Hemisphere referees. Uh, but um, you know, this part and parcel of the game. It's part and parcel of uh, what we have come to to know as well. Whether the Springboks are going to be able to adapt to that, it remains to be seen. Um, obviously, we've had a bit of issue with with the Northern Hemisphere refs trying to trying to uh, adapt to their interpretation of the games, and we seem to be a struggle with the French referees, to be particular. But let's see what happens after the first test, and we can come back to and review um, the first test or the second test. But then I just want to ask: Do you think the Springboks are predictable? Because I mean, we know that Faf will obviously be doing those contestable kicks, the forwards, and then obviously Dalendi will obviously be di- running direct at straight at 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 the the line. Do you think the the Springboks are pre- are predictable? And should we expect anything, um, any tricks from from Rassi and Jock and Buda Stick? It's all good to be predictable, uh, Gogs. But as a mother, can you negate that predictability? <laughs> Yeah. So they, they, they've, they are, you know exactly what you're going to get from the Springboks. Maybe you may say, yes, they are predictable. That's effective. Wales can sit, I'm talking about Wales now. Uh, Wales can sit on the other side and say, Springboks were very predictable in the semifinals of the World Cup. Um, we played enterprising rugby. England played an enterprising rugby bruising contest. The mix, a mixture of it against New Zealand in the semifinals, are they sitting there with that good and, and easy on the eye rugby with no trophy? The Springboks, as boring as it is to you, it's very effective. It breaks yeah. the defense, mm-hmm. and which is what they're going to do to you. You know what they're going to do. They, they are predictable, but can you combat that? That's the question. So they won't be worried about what uh, Peter de Villiers is saying uh, or anyone else that is saying. The, 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 the fact of the matter is, are you able to hold it off? Are you able to beat South Africa in their own game or perhaps in your own game with mm-hmm. something different that is not going to be the same as theirs, but they're going to come to you? Are you ready for that? That's, that's the question. Mm-hmm. So they are predictable, but that's, that's not a bad thing to be predictable sometimes. 100%. Tamlu, coach, last question. Prediction for the first test. Oh... Uh, I, I think I think then I think a game of five points. I think South Africa first test, and and let's see there'll be cobwebs and on their way to the second test. Uh, Lions will probably pitch up um, yeah. in the second test. But I reckon that they'll run out of steam. They'll be good at the start, and we'll have to wait and see whether that uh, oof, whether they'll they'll be able to win. Uh, remember, South Africa won last time they were here. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, Tamlu, thanks for thanks for giving us your insight of the preview of the first test. We will review again the first test, and then obviously give another preview of the second test the next week. Thanks for joining me again on on Madiba's radio on the bench warmer. Cheers, man. Keep well. Thanks for having me.
Hi, I'm Figile Mbalula, commonly known as uh, Razmatas Mbawizi Fligile on Flick. You are listening to Madiba's radio. Keep rocking the Metro Nana. Let's go. You're listening to Madiba's radio, opening up the waves for you to be heard. Right, so I'm joined by Brayton Porser, um, former Bok, um, civil sport commentator. Um, Brayton, uh, welcome to the bench, Roman. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Cool. So obviously today we're talking about the Lions series. Obviously this week is the first uh, test against against the Lions. Earlier today I spoke to Nulek Ntapo, who's the SAPC sport uh, commentator. We, we spoke about the forwards, but now let's move on to the backs. Um, I just want to ask your initial thoughts on, uh, on that uh, SAA game versus the Lions last weekend. Yeah, I think uh, it was a Lions, you know, sort of first test, if you like. And, uh, you know, especially when the intensity went up a little bit, uh, we saw some of the Lions uh, players, especially at the back, you know, sort of uh, felt that pressure. I mean, the likes of Liam Williams, who went off early. Uh, suddenly, there was a lot of doubt, you know, especially at the back, and, and the confidence was out the window. So, I mean, expect a hell of an intensity this weekend. I think um, we all know what's going to come from the Springbok side. I mean, you know, what has worked for us... <laughs> Over the last decade, um, especially when they do it effectively, uh, it, it really puts uh, teams under pressure. And now we also have that X factor, you know, in players like Lukanya Arm, Stephen Colbe, you know, Belinda Roo can certainly uh, change the game in a moment. And, uh, and that's why I'm looking forward to it. I, I'd like to see, you know, obviously we all know the box will certainly start off conservatively. I mean, they, they would like to, to get the physical edge because, I mean, that's what they do well. But you know, when it's loose and, and when the count is on, I'd like to see, you know, players like like Lucanio and, and, and Cheslin in uh, Makazoli get the ball in hand in a little bit of space and have a go, you know. Mm. Uh, I, I think they got the balance right, you know, under Rassi and now, obviously, now that Jock has taken over, uh, uh, they certainly understand, you know, what, what the management wants. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be one hell of a game. I mean, it, it won't be easy. I can tell you that. I mean, mm. this is a really strong British and Irish Lions team. I mean, we heard... What Warren Gatlin said about uh, him and his management team, uh, it's been one of the most difficult sort of team selections, you know, in his career. And I mean, the man had an unbelievable career with Wales. Uh, so it tells you how difficult it was for them to get it right. Yeah, now let's go, go back a bit. That game against the, against the Bulls, SA game against, against the Bulls. If you were Warren Gatlin, or let me say Jock Nina, but would you take, really take anything out of the game um, looking at the performance-wise? Yeah, uh, again, I mean, uh, if you analyze the Lions team, especially the back line, you know, the last couple of weeks, uh, obviously a lot of the games were really easy for them. You know, they got over the game line quite an easy with their forwards. And then it's easy to, to give the ball to the backs, you know, and run into spaces all the time. And that's why the wingers like Duane van der and Josh Adams scored a lot of tries. Uh, but you saw in the SAA game as well, you know, when the Bulls played the SAA game, uh, or, or against the SAA that, you know, when you Anchorsen, you know, started running, you know, at, at those boys, uh, suddenly there were gaps appearing. Mm. And then that's, that's one thing that I think the Lions can certainly target, you know, obviously without the fans who are really tight at the moment. But, but when things are getting a bit scrappy and it's loose, uh, they certainly got a chance because they got good runners in Elliot Daly, Anthony Watson, Stuart Hawk. Those are all guys uh, on instinct, you know, when they get the ball, they want to run the ball. Um, <laughs> let's be honest about it. So if they can speed it up and get it right to speed it up, you know, and, and have a and hell of a tempo against this box team, they, they certainly in with, in with a chance. But if the box manage to, to play on their terms, slow the ball down, you know, don't make things too fast, 
the, the Lions, the Brexit Irish Lions will certainly have a long day. So after that, uh, that uh, Lions game against the SAA, um, there were six changes. Um, your thoughts on the backline? Because obviously the whole the, the starting backline is the, the one that starts in the, in the Rugby World Cup. Are you sa- satisfied? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much satisfied. Um, I mean, it's, like I said, I mean, those are the guys who certainly, you know, played in the, in the World Cup final. So the experience in the togetherness and the unity, you know, it's say, I mean, these guys, they know each other inside out. Uh, some of them have certainly been playing some good rugby. I mean, Damien Dalende, uh, he's been a standout for Munster uh, after his injury. I mean, Jason Colby, what more can we say about Jason? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in my opinion, the best rugby player in the world. Mm-hmm. Billy has been, he's been playing consistently in Japan. Uh, Makazoli also went to Japan. So, so these guys are match fit, you know. Uh, people were obviously worried that some of our books, you know, I mean, obviously guys like Sia, you know, unfortunately we had, we had COVID, uh, didn't get enough sort of match fitness. But, you know, if you look at the back line, I'm, I'm pretty much, you know, satisfied and at ease, you know. I won't go sleep, you know, too too bothered about them not having a match fitness. Uh, I mean, a guy like Makazoli and Pimpi, we all know his qualities. He's an ab- absolute you know, great ambassador and, and professional. And I I won't doubt for any minute that he will give 150%, you know. Uh, and, 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 I, and, I, and I do feel, you know, the likes of Faf, you know, he will be a, a nuisance again. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. think, uh, I mean, he knows a lot of those guys, you know, you play with them, uh, you know, against him a lot in Europe. So, man, it's building up to be some kind of a test match. Like it's going to be some humding and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think the neutral rugby players as well are looking forward to or, or neutral rugby fan. And uh, yeah, uh, we can't wait for Saturday. I mean, we're all so excited to see what's going to happen. No, of course. Um, talking about and Coach Stick before the, the series started, they want they want the players to get get some game time under the belts. Are you a bit concerned about Mapimpi and Polo not having uh, much game time ahead of this uh, much anticipated fixture? Well, look, uh, I would have loved to see Andre get get more game time, but mm. you know, as a winger, it, it's not that difficult if you don't have enough game time. I mean. Uh, you know, being a winger all my life as well, uh, it was pretty much, you know, sort of easy to slot in when you had an injury, you come back after, say, a couple of weeks or a couple of months. But, but Andre, Andre's position is pivotal. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned uh, because of Andre's, Andre's fitness. And uh, I saw that, you know, Elton and Damien is on the bench. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting. You know, we unfortunately, we saw, um, you know, Elton having a bit of a tough time against that bull side. You know, it, it was... Yeah. I would have loved him to control it more, especially when they were hit. So that's my, my only worry. But having said that, you know, uh, you know, when, when the pressure is on, hopefully, you know, he will come through. But uh, you, you're absolutely right. I'm a little bit concerned about Andre, but Andre is a, is a class act, you know. I mean, he was, he was by far the best number 10 at the World Cup in 2019. And uh, for some reason, when he put on that Springbok jersey, he's a different player. You know, he, uh, some players, when they do put on their jersey, they become animals and monsters. And, and I think Andre, with his calm, collective sort of laid-back style, you know, he gives that calmness yeah. uh, to the back line in the forwards as well. Because 10 is a pivotal position, you know, when it comes to these huge test matches. I mean, we saw the influence and the impact in the cool head of a morning staying in 2029. Mm. Uh, and uh, for me, uh, it's important uh, that, you know, the, the, the loose trio also sort of, um, you know, protect Andre as well, because he's going to be goal for us. I'm so happy sort of he got back in time from his injury, you know, to, to be able to, to, to run to the field. 
Now let's stick on the on the point of, of the fly-off positions. Um, obviously, we know that Alton will be on the bench. Um, are you kind of surprised that maybe they didn't go with a more stay? Because obviously, we saw how what he did against the Bulls. And uh, he obviously has yeah. been having a great season as well. Uh, what about uh, Damien Phillips as well? Maybe covering at 10, maybe giving a last of Jesse Krill a, a spot on the bench as well, just to nullify um, the bulk of the of the outside yeah. backs of the lines. Yeah, well, uh, let me tell you, Nate, if, if it was my my team running on this weekend, you know, I would certainly have changed the bench. I would have put on Damon Valimsa mm. and I would have put on uh, Apalele Fassi. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Apalele Fassi and I'm sure, you know, Coach Tick and, uh, and, and, and Jaka are having sleepless nights, you know, uh, sort of to give him the opportunity to, to get him in the 23. You know, he's, he's, he's got what it takes to be a, a springboard great in my eyes, mm. you know, and, and, and his first game on the wing, not even in preferred position, you know, he was a standout. So, mm. I'd like to see, you know, I mean, things change quickly. You know, a week is a long time in rugby. So I'd like to see in the next week or so even that, you know, the coaches already uh, try and get Apolele in as, as soon as possible. And then Damon Willemse, you know, the time he, he's come on, you know, at, at 12. I mean, he made a huge impact. He was physical. He's a youngster who's hungry for rugby as well. So I would have molded those two young guys, you know, onto the bench and, and, and eventually, obviously, when the older guys move on, you know, for them to take over. So I think what Rossi and Jack is doing well is, and in, 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 in Mr. Stick, you know, is to, to give youngsters an opportunity and, and, and let them believe that, you know, if you're good enough, you're going to get a chance. And that's why I think the likes of, unfortunately, Mornay Stein and uh, Franz Stein, you know, hasn't, hasn't made even the bench. But again, you know, uh, we can carry on and talk a lot about, you know, certain positions and stuff. But uh, I, I, had to, I had to sort of give it, get it in to say that, you know, I can't wait to see Apolele Fassi uh, in that box 23 as soon as possible. Um, Brady, obviously you paid for the for your former box yourself, just uh, on the wing. Uh, Coach Stick mentioned the line strength, which is the pace and the bulk and the outside both the outside backs. If you were the were Coach Stick, what would you do to nullify these these threats? Well, uh, obviously, you know, uh, defensively, I think uh, we 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 know what it takes to to cut down their spaces. Uh, I mean. I mean, look, look at, you know, a guy like Duane van der against Jason Corby. I mean, he, he's a massive guy, you know. He's, he obviously had a lot of South African beef before he left, you know. That so he certainly he became a big man. <laughs> exactly the bottom in Budapest, you know. So Duane, Duane is certainly, you know, he's, he's used to opportunities. And I think that uh, uh, he's, he got his place uh, well-deserved. But when you look at the bog defense, especially from first phase, you know, it's a hell of a, uh, you know, quick line on defense. The line speed is really, really quick. And the guys obviously try to cut down the spaces on the outside. And that's where you have guys like, like Makazole and Cheslin who really understands that, you know? Mm. I remember that first year when we played in the 2004 Tri-Nations, you know, it was a difficult kill. You know, it, it was sort of, uh, you know, me, my side was Percy Montgomery. Uh, and on the other side, you know, uh, it, was, it was Brian Abana. And we, we were at times, you know, if we didn't get it right, we were badly exposed. Mm. But I have to say that you know, up till now, Cheslin and Makazole has done it well. When to, to shoot up, when to hang back, when to wait for the guys on the inside mm. to sort of, you know, just, just buy time for them to help shadow the guys out. And that's a hell of a difficult skill for the wing. So for me, uh, is, I'm very calm when I, when I see Chesley and uh, Makazole defend on the wing because they understand the system, but it's a really, really tough system. If you get it wrong, you're in big trouble. 100%. Now, uh, uh, Lukanyu Am, obviously, he's starting the outside centre. Um, let's say for the scenario sake it goes down, uh, who do you put there? Because I mean, I've, I did look at the at the, the the backs for this weekend. 
I mean, who would you put there if Scenario Seki he goes down? Yeah, let's say Lukanya goes down. And I mean, it's, you know, it's just my opinion from yes. what I've seen him from the outside. You know, Coach Dick might, might do it differently. But if he goes down, I would put uh, Damien uh, Valerico on 12. And I will put uh, um, Damien Dalendo on 13, you know, to, to, to start off. Okay. You obviously have the option as well to put, you know, Andre Pollard at 12 as well and move Damien, you know, Dalende to 13 as well. But again, that's a scenario that you're going to have, you know, when... Uh, when the pressure comes and the coaches will have to make, uh, you know, I'm sure that normally what happens in a, in a test week as well, uh, guys like, you know, your Damien Willem saying Elton Yankees will run at different positions to make sure that everybody is covered. Yes. So they will have it covered. I mean, how it's going to work, we don't know, but they will have it covered, covered because these guys are professional and, uh, and, and let's hope that Lukanya arm won't get any injuries. Oh, let's hope, yeah. <laughs> but let's move on. Let's move, let's, let's move on swiftly because I know we're running out of time. Now we look look on to, to Lions team. Um, my, um, are you surprised about Murray's uh, mission in this in the match day twenty three? Very surprised, uh, Nate. And I can tell you what: uh, when you look at that backline, it's almost like a barbarian style backline, and that tells you these guys want to give the ball air. They want to run into spaces. They want to you know, make it a fast tempo game and they want to, you know, get the offloads going. And again, I can't stress it enough, you know, guys like Kwaka, Peter Sebdatwey, Damien Dalende, uh, Malcolm Marks when he come on, Bongi and Banambe, those guys are going to have to play to the ball, you know. We don't have an out-and-out fetcher, uh, you know, uh, because obviously Sia, when Dwayne plays, Sia is more of a releasing sort of loose forward, you know, uh, obviously trying to, to hang on. Uh, you know, on, on the outside sort of channels. And uh, Dwayne Vermeulen is not playing. So, Kwaha, I'm sure, you know, he got given a task uh, in, in what his role will be. We're going to have to wait and see the weekend. But those guys, the backline, it's a, it's a backline who's full of rugby. You know, they, they, mm. they, they, they are guys who can, who can hurt any team on any given day. So, if we allow them time and space, we're going to have a long day. But having said that as well, you know, our defensive strategy is, is, is one of, of, of a really solid one if it, if it does work out and everybody understands what to do. Uh, but again, uh, I'm very surprised that Kono Murray uh, is not playing. Eli Price, he won, you know, would like to take the quick taps. Uh, Dan Bigger also, you know, he can be good tactically as well as, as uh, you know, exciting as well. He, he, he's a guy also who likes to run. So all those players, I mean, Henshaw, Elliot Daly, man, those guys want to play rugby. So uh, I'm looking forward to the contrast. The contrast is going to be the British Irish Lions wants to speed it up. Fast tempo in the box. Want to slow it down yeah. and make sure you know they they force the British Irish Lions into into mistakes and from there they will pounce. Uh, second last question: uh, the outside backs again. Uh, uh, Watson, Duan uh, Funamava in Josh Adams, the try scoring machine, and Liam Williams, who caused havoc against against the Lions. I mean against New Zealand, um, they lost the Lions series. Are you surprised about those uh, the, about those calls? Yeah, I am surprised. Uh, you know, I. I actually went, you know, prior to the team being announced, I went for Duane van der Merwe, um, Stewart Hawk, and Josh Adams. So I'm really surprised that hmm. Josh Adams is not getting a starting berth. He will, he will certainly thrive, you know, in, in the way they want to play. Uh, but again, you know, the coaches, they have their reasons why they haven't done it. And Liam Williams, he might maybe still, you know, sort of nurse maybe a niggle. And I think maybe that's why, you know, Coach Gatlin decided to, to not start with him. Hmm. He'll probably come on in the second half as well. Uh, if need be, you know, and, and depending on how how fast the tempo will be. But I, I'm really surprised. I think the omission of uh, Josh Adams is a massive one for me as a winger because I really, I've, I've seen, he certainly impressed me. 
And uh, all the games that he's played, you know, he almost just every time got a try. And, and, and he's a guy who he knows where the try line is. He runs his, in the spaces nice. He's good under the high ball. But uh, again, you know, Juan van Merva also well-deserved. It's a really, really tough, tough ask, uh, you know, I, I thought from, from Gatlin's side. So, but they picked the team and now these guys are going to go out and, and obviously try and perform. And, uh, but again, it's good. The Arctic competition, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's the first of three tests and a lot can happen in the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Then last question, Bates. Um, your prediction on the first test? Sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, you know. Uh, yeah, if I wasn't a box support, I probably would have gone a draw. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go uh, with a box with a box by about five points. It's going to yeah. be pretty close, uh, Nate. Uh, uh, obviously, you know, I, I, we're playing at home. Unfortunately, mm. or sadly, there's no crowd. But I do feel that, you know, the physicality of the box, the bullying of the box will be a key part. And if our tight five, you know, uh, with the guys on the bench, uh, can can sort of you know make them soft up front. We certainly have a have a real good chance to win this test. All right, Bates. Thanks so much for joining me on the on the bench room. Let's hope for for a block victory this weekend. Absolutely, nice. Thank you so much for having me. Cool. Thanks, man. You know, there are times where before you say something, you gotta think hard and deep because there's a greater possibility. It is a reflection of either the psyche, the mentality, the character in the person or it reflects a bit of background and for fear of exposing where you come from you think twice and consider perspective in your face in the in the olden days when jesus christ went on through his lessons he was never specific in his references he would always use symbols because whenever a symbol is used in a process where something has to be rectified none of us gets consumed if I were to refer to somebody who would I would put it like that because I am. But if I were not, then I would put it in a way that has respect in what I'm referring to. I hope you understand. I don't. Thanks for the afternoon, Matthew. Um, yeah, it's it's been good. Obviously, it was tough um, having tested positive for COVID, and obviously I had to follow the protocols. I had to isolate and everything. Um, but obviously, I stayed in tune with what the team was happening. You know, I was in every meeting um, online and and following what the team is doing and looking at all the prep for the week. And obviously, I had to come back and do all the tests, and and I was successful in that. And when I came into training, you know, um, yeah, I felt good. I felt really good. I was fortunate enough not, not to have any symptoms. So, um, yeah, it felt like I, I hadn't been away the, from, from the team for a while. Sir, it's the, first, it's the third time in the professional era that the British and Irish Lions are playing a World Cup winning Springbok team. I know especially the, the Springboks of 2009, who won the World Cup in 2007, they, they saw playing this series as a, a massive uh, added incentive to their careers as a whole. Do you get the sense from this group uh, that, that it's, it, it's another step up 
and, and also what does it mean to you personally uh, to be leading your country uh, against the lions? No, it's 100%. Uh, we we on the same mind as the guys in 2007. Um, I mean, I was speaking to, to John Smith last night, you know, he was saying how excited he is, even though he's not, he's not playing. And for us as players, you know, we, we've had our challenges, you know, guys had um, long injuries, they had to work hard to, to, to come back here. And, and that's all we've been speaking about, you know. Uh, some of us will never get this opportunity again. It's rare, you know, a guy like uh, France and, and Monet who have it for the second time, you know. But we know uh, most of us here will never get this opportunity again. So we're giving it all we can. And, you know, guys that are not playing as well, they're putting in input because, you know, they want us to be successful and that we, we, we want to win this thing. So that that's the mindset for us. We'll give it everything we can to make sure that we get the result that we want. Yeah, just a last question for you before I ask one of, of Stalker. Uh, just on the back row selection, obviously Quacha and, and Dwayne, very different uh, types of, of number eight in, in some respects. And uh, you and Peter Steph forming two-thirds of the World Cup final, the back row. Is, is there any sort of change in role uh, in terms of the balance of, of the loose trio? Um, no, there's actually no change in role at all. Um, I mean, Kwaka has played here before, um, but it obviously it is tough um, for us not to have doing. Um, you know, he's he's always been a big part of of, of our 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 success, and he is completely different player to Kwaka. Um, so Kwaka is gonna play the game that he knows and the game that the the team wants him to play. You know, so I'm looking forward to see what he's gonna do. But at the end of the day. The three of us have to work together, myself, him and Peter. And I think that will help a lot. You know, there's not a lot of change. It's not like he's a new guy in the system. He's always been there. He knows exactly what to do and, and he knows our strengths and weaknesses. So I'm looking forward to see what he can do. It's an opportunity for him. And yeah, we'll definitely miss Dwayne and we hope he's recovering well. And, and yeah, and hopefully he'll be back soon. Yeah, Matthew. I think we we all understand. I think we have made peace with that with the fact that we are living in a very very challenging times. You know, where we we know very well that the team that's going to adapt the best, you know, will have a better chance to win the series. You know, so the same challenges that we were facing as a Springbok team, I think the other teams out there also facing the same challenges. So that is something that we were up for it. We knew that it's going to be a challenge. But once again. After we had all our, our our players back into the into the squad, you know, getting guys like Sia, Franz Malerbe, Bongi, and uh, and, and those gentlemen, Hande Pollard when they joined the squad, you know, you can just feel the the vibe, you can just feel the energy. It's just it's just totally on another level because of these these are the guys that knows what it takes. You know, they've been there. Some of them, I know, some of them haven't played against British and Irish Lions, but these guys are professional enough to understand when to switch on, you know. So that is something that I've, uh, the past probably five days that we've enjoyed as coaches because of, if you look at a guy like Sia and uh, having guys like Bongi around, Andre Pollard, those guys are 
they've got proper proper uh, head of over head over their shoulders. They are really 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 uh, experienced and they know how to put the team together. So we've been in a good position this week, and uh, we are actually once again excited, Matthew, to hit the four lines tomorrow. You know, and uh, hopefully everything will go according to our plan. Yeah, the the nice thing about Magazole, he, he doesn't get unfit. He comes from the rural areas. So that gentleman has been working for the rest of his life. So naturally, he's a fit player. And uh, he is missing uh, last week with us. Yeah, probably it was uh, sad for him. But once again, I know one thing for sure, that he's very professional. He looks after himself. And, uh, and he's been training well this week. And he knows the plan with him going to this game that he's going to have to push all the way for 80 minutes and I don't doubt at all that he's got what it takes because of, once again, when it comes to the rural areas, you are naturally fit because of that's your daily life, everything that you do in the, in the they call it as Lali in Matthew, so in the rural areas normally they walk, so I'm not worried at all about Makazole's conditioning and fitness I know one thing for sure, he's going to be up for the challenge tomorrow Go for it. Um, no, I think with the obviously, um, like Coach said earlier, we we are living in in in, in a time of, of uncertainty at the moment, and you know we have to adapt in everything that's happening. Um, we obviously, we would have loved to play um, as everything was scheduled, but it is what what it is right now. But I don't think it gives anyone advantage because we're all training in the same place, um, and um, yeah, and it's all gonna be on Saturday. I think the advantage comes is whose plan is working the most. You know, we've made plans for this, and um, and our plans haven't changed at all. It doesn't matter what we're playing in the world; it is what it is. This is our game plan, and that's what we're gonna do. We wanna make sure that we we put it on the field and make sure that it works against their game plan. So that's all who's gonna win, and it's all about who's obviously fit and who's gonna be able to remain and do that for 80 minutes. That's where the advantage will come. Who is able to adapt and enforce their game plan for 80 minutes on the field. Yes, I can. Sorry, apologies. Good afternoon to see you. Um, in the lead up to the World Cup final, 
a lot of talk about getting a win for the people back in South Africa to raise spirits. Are you having the same kind of conversations this week with all the problems in South Africa at the moment with the unrest and COVID as well? Um, yeah, obviously our first and foremost thing is to make sure, um, you know, we're we, we prepared before we can even say that. So our main focus has been making sure that everything that we're doing is on par, we're working hard, our fitness levels are there, our plan is there. And obviously with the time like this, I don't know, it always happens that, you know, when we have a um, big, uh, big tournament or a big series like this that, Unfortunately, something does, is, is not going um, well in our country, and obviously we are, we are South Africans before we are Springbok rugby players, and what affects our people affects us as players, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure we focus on the job that we have to do and make sure that, you know, as, Ras, as Coach Rassi said in the World Cup, you know, what we do, we're in a place of privilege. You know, we're doing what we love each and every single day, and that we are able to put a smile on someone's face or we are able to, for a moment in time, let everybody else just just forget or put their problems inside and focus on what we're doing. And when we win, they feel like they win too. And no matter how difficult the situation is, that we are always able to pull together, you know, because we've got families, we've got friends, we've got people who are out there who will suffer during this time, you know, and we want to make sure that while we still have the privilege to be able to do what we what we love, that we give it our ultimate best, and you know we know the people will be behind us, um, no matter what it, what it is they're going through, and we want to make sure we give it everything, and and yeah, and give it our best on Saturday. And if we are able to put a smile on someone's face, that will obviously make us happy and drive us even more to make sure that we don't give up on that field, that we give our ultimate everything. Yeah. And your wife and your wife will also forgive you for leaving her with four kids. Uh, it, yeah, she will. It's true, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, from my side, as a, as a Springbok team, we don't appoint officials. You know, I think that's a job for World Rugby. So I wouldn't really go deep into that and say we are happy or unhappy with the with with the officials. You know, because of it's not in our hands. You know, but once again, those guys, I know one thing for sure: they're all professional and they all respect that job. You know, and uh, so once again, to us, it doesn't affect us. The main thing is to focus on how we want to play the game. So if they've got a problem with that, unfortunately, they can go and have a chat with the World Rugby regarding that, you know. So, and on the other side, the second question about, what was the second question about? The set-piece dominance. Oh, they've said they've dented our ego. I think from my side, I'm not going to go deep on that one. We were happy as a Springbok team. 
once again, if you look at the most important stat in the game, which is the final score, you know, we were we won the game. So I'm not too sure what this is that they've tended against us. And uh, I'm not going to fall in that trap where I play the minds game. I'm not a minds game person. So the game is going to be played between the four lines. So if Gatling is talking about the Eagles, he doesn't really know much about us as South Africans. And I'm not going to go deep on that. So let's wait and see tomorrow after the game, you know, and uh, hopefully we can give people a, a good show of rugby. We know they're going to be tough. We know they're going to be physical, you know, so once again, uh, when it comes to the ego, we'll see the egos between the four lines. Thanks, Ray. Um, Lucia, if I could maybe just follow up on that question. I mean, as Daniel mentioned, there's been quite a bit of talk out of the Lions cap about officiating uh, team appointments, Rossi's role as a, a water carrier. I mean, has it reached you, that sort of stuff, and maybe quietly been firing you up a little bit before the, the test match? Oh, no. No, no, no. I've got, I've, my only job is to play, and my only job is to do what the team is required of me, and my only job is to prepare and see what the Lions are bringing to us, you know, and, and make sure that I'm ready to play. All the other stuff, that's out of my control. I can't focus on that, and it definitely doesn't get to us as a team. There are people that have those kind of jobs to look after that kind of stuff. So I leave it. I leave that up to them. But what I can control is when I turn on the field, mm. talk to the ref and talk to my teammates around me and prepare for the game. You know, I always believe like whatever is supposed to happen on Saturday will happen. So other than that, I, I, I don't even get involved in those kind of things because I've got a far bigger job to do on the field. Hi guys, Sia Stoker and Leia. Sia, firstly, with, with the isolation, um, uh, how did that go? And it was the first point of your readiness for this week. And then secondly, to, to both of you guys, uh, Gatlin's Wales team, um, they played a very tight game in that World Cup semi-final. But uh, looking at the Lions team that was selected for this week, do you expect different tactics from them? Salam alaikum. Um, yeah, um, my COVID, <laughs> um, listen, my friend, um, I think, like, for me, um, honestly, I didn't have a lot of symptoms. That I was fortunate with that. I didn't have anything at all. I think I was fine by the second day. And so <coughs> that didn't play um, a, a big role in me. I think it was all in the mental thing, you know, just being um, isolating the room. But I obviously, that what helped me the most is that I was still part of the meetings, talking to the teams, I was viewing videos. And I was adding input to the guys that were playing in the game before, talking to Marco, making sure that Marco knows every single role that he needs to know before he, he, he gets on Saturday because that's what we're about. Just because you're not playing, that doesn't mean you're, you're off. You're, the next thing for you to do is to make sure that the next guy around you knows his job, he's as prepared as, as much as he can. Uh, because at the end of the day, the most important thing in our group is the Springboks. And, 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 and we want to make sure whether you're playing or not that you're actually adding value somewhere or another. So in that regard, um, um, I, I was fine because I had a lot of things to, to keep me um, positive and, and to keep me active during the time. Yeah, Ashwaka, going back to your question about how we played against them in the World Cup and what we expect from them, once again, this is not a secret. The way we played against them in the semifinal, it was designed for that game. You know, because we knew what they're going to bring to us. We knew all the challenges, you know. And uh, 
people they forget that before that game, the last time we beat uh, Wales before the semi-final, I think it was about three years, if not, if not four years, you know. So, and then when we did our analysis to look back of whatever the things that we were doing that we needed to work on, you know. So once again, so everyone is talking about the kicking game in that game. So that was something that we mainly focus on, knowing that, you know, without giving too much, we we wanted to make sure that we, we're going to stay in that fight, you know, because they are good at what they've planned. They're good at executing their plan. So it was our our plan also to counter whatever they're going to bring on the table in that in that game. And yes, one thing for sure that uh, you'll expect a lot of kicking game in this game also. Uh, if you look at the influence of the guys that are in that team, uh, a guy like Stuart Hawke, who's really, really got a good boot, you know, uh, uh, Biga was also very good. And even the guys that will come off the bench, Konomari and, uh, and Farrell, you know, so those guys, they're going to they're gonna challenge us. But once again, I all, I've been saying this throughout the whole week, is that when it comes to playing against the British and Irish Lions, we're going to have to be at our best in all the departments. We know they've got a good kicking game. And also on a day when you give them space out wide with, the, with their outside backs, they will be dangerous. And also, we can't ne- neglect the physical impact that a guy like Duan will bring in that back line. You know, I think they've selected a strong side physically, but also with pace. So uh, we'll, we've got good plans also in place. And yeah, like Sia mentioned earlier on, I think the team that's going to execute their plan very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Uh, and be desperate for 80 minutes, I think that's the team that's going to win tomorrow. And hopefully that will be us. Yes, uh, to keep it short and sweet, Russell will be running the water tomorrow. Uh, uh, that is his role now in the team, to assist Jacques, Jacques Nineveh as a head coach. So he will be there and he will be running around, bringing water on the field to the players. And we as a Springbok rugby, we are happy with that. Um, yeah, I, I feel good. I feel good. I prepared in the training sessions and um, yeah, and felt like um, I hadn't missed um, training for a couple of days, so I do feel good. But obviously I do know um, that if um, it gets to a place where um, I'm tired and I can't go anymore, I know my coach is right here, they know me, they they know the signs when I'm tired, they will definitely take me off the field, whether that's early in the first half or in the second half, it doesn't matter, that's just the code and that's what we live by, that's our motto in a team. If you've given up, you've given everything you can and you just can't anymore, it's someone else that's sitting on the bench can definitely do the same work as you do. And our coaches are very good at noticing that and making those subs in the right in the right time. So yeah, I'm full confident to to go as hard as I can and not hold back anything, not save myself because I know what's waiting in the bench is just gonna turn it up e- even more. Yes, yeah. Thanks, Rayon. Um, so yeah, um, just just actually on that, um, you mentioned um, going at full tilt, you know, because you you obviously have the backup of a bench and that type of thing. 
I was just wondering, with regards to, you know, this whole debate of the, the Springboks here not having a lot of game time under their belts going into this series, um, um, there's, there's been a lot of talk that, that, you know, Argentina gave all teams, you know, that are underprepared a bit of inspiration last year in their rugby championship, but what they've also mentioned is that, um, obviously, they burnt out almost a bit. They didn't win a game again after the rugby championships and stuff, so... I was just wondering, there hasn't been any talk, you know, of you guys just like doing this in a measured way. You guys are going to go out full out um, and not worry about, you know, the consequences that might, you know, come in the later tests and that type of thing. And I suppose also at least most of your squad has played, you know, rugby, not like the Argentinians that came in cold, you know, in, um, from the start. Yeah, no, 100%. I think you answered it there. And also we have dev, you know, we, we have... A lot of guys who can play here and you know there are guys who are at home now who can who can also come back but our main focus is this first test and we're gonna do everything in our power to make sure that we we win the first test and we give everything to that and the second one we worry about that when the final whistle goes so we're not gonna worry about the future test because I mean this is this is a, a big series it's not gonna come um, another 12 years so, and most of us will not get this opportunity again so we don't have the privilege to be thinking about we're worrying about the championship or anything like that. Or even the second test match, we worry about this first one. And what happens after that, if guys are burning out, someone else will come back and it's an opportunity for someone else. And that's why we work as hard as we can and we prepare each other and we make sure everybody knows what to do. Just in case if someone falls out, someone else will just fit in. Thanks very much. Thanks. 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 Thanks, Ray. Um, I've got two questions. One for uh, obviously in this course, and then one for CI in English. CI, Ray had asked us spoke about roles during the week, and he said he'd probably go on as a six or seven. On the other side, the, the, the Lions have named two open side flankers in the HWG, which would give clear signals of a tough background matter for both sides. Great did a good job of complimenting you in this department. Now, my question is to you, see all coaches spoke about roles. What would your report be from this game? Um, it doesn't change. My role has always been the same. Make sure I look after our breakdown, and we've got natural um, fetches in our team. We have guys that can put their hands in in the breakdown, and when the opportunity presents itself, I um, I put my hand in too. Um, but yeah, we 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 have guys in the team that can actually go in the breakdown. You know, uh, some of them are not the the, the loose forwards. They play in other position. Um, but my most important thing is to make sure I tackle, secure our own breakdown, and put pressure on their breakdown too. So, and you know, and PT the same. He's a hard guy. He'll get us forward momentum. He'll make the big tackles, and he's a he's a workhorse. We've got souls who can go all day long too. So we all have our roles, and nothing has changed for me. Same role as I played in the, in, the, in the World Cup or against Georgia. I've got exactly the same role. I mean, Kwaha, you know, he, he is very good at the breakdown too. So I'm not going to chase um, just to try and compete against the opposite number um, across me to try and get as many skills as I can. We've got a system. Stick to the system. If opportunity, opportunity presents itself, I'll get in there. But for me, I have to look after our own ball. That's it. Yes, sir. Right. So we in this course. So I'll take it at the end of the. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.
I think from my side, first things first, as a coaching staff, I think we are in a good position because of if you look at the squad that we've got here, probably about 13 players that will be playing this game started the World Cup final. So it's only Kwaha who was also part of the World Cup squad. And then Jay in that match 15 that is starting, Jay is the only player who was not with us in the World Cup. So once again, if you're saying we are underdone, uh, geez, we had about more than three years with these guys, you know, and uh, and there's something that people must make peace with it is that, listen, as a South African team, do you understand? There are certain things that we can't run away from them, you know, they are our strengths. So we can't just go and comment about, for example, All Blacks and say they know they need to change their style of play where they must seen pass the rugby ball too much. That is who they are. That's how they were raised at a young age. So same goes with us. When it comes to the physical side of the game, it is in our DNA. You know, and uh, when it comes to the set pieces, we do take pride in what we do when it comes to that. When there's opportunities for us to play fancy, good running rugby, we need to end it first. You know, we need to make sure that we get momentum in the game. So once again, we're not going to comment much about what people are saying about the, our style of play. And once again, I'm going to say this. If it means it's going to win us the World Cup, we will carry on playing that way. If it means we're going to win the series because of the way we are playing, that is the most important thing to us. After 10 years to 20 years, people will forget how we play the game. Some, they will even forget the final score, but they will remember that the Springboks won the World Cup in 2019. So unfortunately, I'm not going to go deep on our style of play. We are very proud to be South Africans, and we enjoy the way we're playing rugby. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. I think two rounds are two weeks.